now, doggone it, I've done it again. I'm late for our walk together. I guess doggone is okay to say, but it means I'm disappointed in myself. It is important to me to have a new walk each Sunday, and I've fallen behind again. But my intentions, they were, they were good. Back about a hundred days ago, I promised that I would accomplish many things before Christmas. A list of each day was going to inform me what I needed to do to be ready for Christmas. One of my days was to be spent making wooden jigsaw puzzles. No, that's not done. <laughs> Talk to Santa about Dale stalking. Well, that, that I did. Make some small picnic tables for backyard squirrels as gifts. Well, I made one of them. Maybe I'll get to make another one before before Christmas. I wanted to write a new Christmas story for this year as I've done for so many years. Nope, not accomplished. Did purchase Christmas cards really early this year, but they have not been addressed and they've not been mailed and I like to write a little something on them. I wanted to put out some fir trees with colored lights on them in front of our home. That's my favorite Christmas decoration, especially after a snowstorm when you turn the lights on. I did that, but the wind has tipped one of them sideways several days ago, and I haven't straightened it out yet. I wish to write an annual letter to the couples I've married over many years. I've, I've done that for a lot of years. Well, that I will get done. And I wish to have that letter as a podcast in the very near future. When I married so many couples in years gone by, I made them promise they would send me a Christmas card every year telling me how they were doing. So many of those couples have been faithful to that promise. It's wonderful to see the pictures of their families and to learn of just how many years they have been married. Another project was to put together a new background for my nativity set of city kids, all dressed as city kids, jeans and sweatshirts. I was a city kid once. I love this small nativity for it is all children and the smallest is placed in a red wagon with hay as a manger. We've purchased our Christmas tree and the candles are all lighted in our windows. Dale has decorated several rooms, but has many more items with which to decorate. Oh, another thing I did for Christmas was to glue a hand on a broken ceramic snowman. That was, that was a lot of work. There are many presents to wrap for family. Yep, we'll be working to the last minute, even though I thought this was begun a hundred days ago. Perhaps next year I'll start Christmas projects 200 days before Christmas. Do you think I will accomplish all the things I wish to do during that period of time? No way. No way. I hate to say it, but every Christmas there are things that need to be done that never come to fruition. But we always keep trying, don't we? No matter what is not done... This is my happiest, most favorite time of year, even if it shows up my ineptness.
Have you noticed how prices have been moving upward? How, how could you not notice? They call it a bad name, inflation. Inflation is rather frightening for people who lived on a fixed income. I attempt to never let my truck gas tank get too low in fuel. But when Dale and I went to Pennsylvania a week ago, it cost $100 to fill up my tank. Dale and I like to go out on a Sunday drive, as we did with our parents when we were children, especially this time of year. It is a fun time to drive about and see all the different outside Christmas decorations. That was another thing on my list of Christmas things to do, and we've not done that yet, but we will. But last year, we didn't have to worry about the cost of driving about. I do not purchase the groceries. Dale does that from her budget. But I know that food is much more expensive. It's so difficult for someone my age to understand the costs of living today. When I was ordained in 1960 and was called to my first church, my yearly salary was $3,500. I was given our home, but I had to pay for the heat, light, and the telephone. Called a year later to a new church, my salary remained pretty much the same, but the church paid for my heat, light, and telephone. And the treasurer would keep the central board informed of just how expensive those charges were. Up until today, I've tried to multiply expenses on everything times 10, but that's no longer a viable percentage. So what are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to live when funds are short? And when we are worried about the size of our bills to keep our homes warm and our food expenses reasonable. I wish I could truthfully say to you on this walk that I do not worry about money and the future. But I'm a human being. And I do. Yet I try to constantly remind myself of Jesus' word that we should not worry about those earthly things. At night, I recite the 23rd Psalm, and I recall the words of our Lord to have faith in God's strength and love. Jesus speaks to us of the birds of the air, of the flowers of the field, and how God the Father dresses and watches over them, and us as well. This pastor reprimands himself for his lack of faith when he looks back to the times of his younger ministry. You see, he had to provide and care for his children, feed, clothe, and educate them. And all those worry were rather useless because it was accomplished. Dale and my children have gone gone on to be educated in caring, loving individuals. All that worry about the future of a young family was really needless. So you see, I'm, I'm hitting myself on the head and saying to myself and to you, we need to stop worrying. God will provide for us. Not only that, in times of stress, real stress, God sends angels to help us. At Christmas time each year, I stop and remember the Sawyer family in my church in North Reading, Mass, and I say a prayer for them. It was Christmas, and there were many small children in my home with dreams of awakening on Christmas Day to find the presents that they had asked Santa to bring to them. How was I going to make a Christmas dream of a child, my children, that year, 
to come true. Sometimes I moonlighted as a carpenter to make extra income for my family. But this Christmas of long ago, I was so sure that our Christmas morning was going to be a very dismal happening. And then, about a week before Christmas, an envelope arrived addressed to me from a parishioner named Lillianne. God bless her and her husband, Clark, and their children. They had come to me several months before regarding a problem in their lives. Today would say an issue, and they'd asked my advice as a pastor. They did what many should do today. When there is a family problem or a stressful issue in a family, you really should consult with a pastor or a leader of your faith. My answer had helped them, said a note, and enclosed was a $100 bill from them to use for Christmas toys for my family. It's hard to believe today, but that $100 was like $1,000 in 1960, and that money purchased an abundance of toys for a wonderful Christmas for our children. What more can God say to you and to me? He does watch over us, and we need to be reminded shamefully, I guess for me, over and over again that he will take care of us. We are his sheep, and he loves us. In my walk with you today, I name the family, for I wish to honor them too. They're on my remembrance list as an example of God's caring love and why we should not worry about the morrow. When I think of Clark and Lillian Sawyer and their loving children, it is a remembrance to me to not let my worries overcome my faith. Now, now, what story can you tell me of how God, through a loving person, told you not to worry? but to have faith in God's power. God does have angels to help us live this life with belief in his everlasting power and his Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Until next week, may the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from the other. Amen.